0: quick and painless pro wrestling podcast i am carter
1: and i am dylan
0: welcome to episode three fast and furious no that's not what it's called but that's that's how many we're just turning out as if it's fast and furious
1: yeah we're really on a quick cycle <laughs> we're yeah. burning we're burning through these pretty fast
0: too 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 fast too furious
1: yep Exactly.
0: Episode three.
1: Episode three. You got so, it. So,
0: this last week was a. I guess we say this every week, but this last week was especially busy.
1: There was a lot of stuff going on, a lot of wrestling, and a lot of other things too, but yes.
0: Lots of stuff. Let's say wrestling podcast. So yes. Let's just keep it straight here, Dylan. Oh, God.
1: Okay. Lots of wrestling. Lots of wrestling to discuss
0: yeah discuss usually, the high
1: points and the low points
0: yeah well, the high is and the lows the besties and the worsties the the the, the Bret Hart's and the the Pukes oh dear <laughs> so usually we we cover um on one of these we we start with Smackdown and then Raw and then Power Impact all the way up to NXT and AEW but this last week We've got all of those, plus Into the Fire, and plus TLC on Sunday. So we've got quite a lot to get to. Um, mm-hmm. some, some big storylines coming out of the weekend. Anything um, anything jump out to you before we get to your bests?
1: Um, well, I'd like to save it for my bests, actually.
0: Oh, oh. Don't want to share, no, yeah. eh? No peek behind the curtain?
1: No, no peekies.
0: <laughs> Just besties. <laughs>
1: Just besties.
0: Save the peakies for my besties. Yep. <laughs> Holy crap. This, this episode is going downhill real quick.
1: Oh, well, let's pick it back up and get and back into it with, with our best with our best segment for the week.
0: Take it away, Brett. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Okay. So, Dylan, lay it on me. Out of everything that we just went through, what are your bests of the week. Oh man.
1: Well with a with a pack week full, full to the brim of wrestling. a lot of, a lot more options this time around. So Yep. Um Hmm. Yeah we just covered that. Yeah we just covered that because there's so much going on.
0: Oh my god it's <laughs> so it, much
1: an orgy of wrestling. That's just.
0: <laughs> that's a different. That's a different podcast.
1: Oh, okay. We'll record that later. But um... <laughs> uh, um, I would have to say, for me personally, the best segment of the week was seeing the villain Marty Scurll show up in NWA Into the Fire. I think yeah. That was just totally unexpected unexpected
0: so he comes off of ring of honors pay-per-view on friday to show up at into the fire on saturday and i think that's what made it even more unexpected
1: mhm yeah it'll be um it'll be interesting to see what he does in nwa going forward what do forward. you think
0: the situation is
1: i i don't think he signed a contract yet so I still think he has a little bit of freedom to go where he wants, like to take bookings outside of NWA. Um, yeah. that, that's just what I heard. But um, I don't know. Maybe he's just testing the water. See what yeah. can happen with it. Um, see if it's something that he possibly wants to stick with and actually be a bigger part of. But um, for right now, I will take what we can get from the villain in NWA. I think it's really cool, and I'm kind of excited to see, like I said earlier, where he goes with it and um, how much of an impact he's going to have in that company. Because I think, I don't, I hate to say it, but I mean, all those guys in there are stars to a certain extent, but I think, I think Marty is the biggest modern. Daystar with a lot more name recognition. And that's not downplaying anybody else who's in that company right now. I mean, everybody is, from what I've seen, everything has been really, really solid in that company as far as what they're churning out for a product. And everybody looks like, you know, they're busting their ass every time. But I think as far as like a somewhat mainstream, it's not. Not somewhat, yeah, somewhat mainstream notable name. I am. Um, I think that's what uh, Marty Scurll brings to N.W.A.
0: I agree, and I think the great thing about N.W.A. is I don't think that they've peaked yet. I think that they've only they've the things that they've done only continue to get better as they go as weeks go on. I think you had uh, Cody versus Nick Aldis at what, what was that, All in. Yes, And, you know, Cody goes over and wins the NWA World Heavyweight Championship, which is, you know, great, and it puts more eyes on NWA, or back on NWA, rather. mm -hmm. And then, obviously, Aldis wins it back, and now they've got a product to run with in Nick Aldis. And then power comes out, and it's only continuing to build momentum and build momentum. And you look at the views on YouTube, and those climb week after week. And I think when I looked... Uh, I guess it was Wednesday morning so powers on Tuesdays but when I looked Wednesday morning it looked like the views for the episode with Marty was about 20,000 more than the previous week and that's only a day after it aired. Mm-hmm. So that's not to say what it's going to be this time next week based on all the people going back and watching it rather than watching it live or watching it shortly after live. Mhm. Well, to so I agree.
1: Yeah, just with that word of mouth of him showing up at end of the fire spread so fast and that can that's only a positive for nwa i think i mean yeah that's that's what i think and that i was my best segment of the week the thing that i liked the most out of all this plethora of wrestling that happened
0: well yeah what uh what uh what else did you have for your best sir? was that your all-time best
1: um there's other things that I like that I really enjoyed. That was my best, what I liked the most. Um, let's see. I really liked uh, Rhea Ripley beating Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. I thought that was excellent. Um, yeah,
0: perfect timing on that, too, I thought. Yeah.
1: Um, what else? Adam Cole What's... versus... Finn, Finn Balor, Balor, Finn Balor, Finn Balor. Excellent match, which saw the return of um, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano. Yep. Put in that distraction right there, and which led to Adam Cole retaining over Finn Balor, but sets up the feud between Balor
0: and Gargano. <laughs> Gargan, <Gardner>. Gargan, <laughs> Okay, yeah, I um I think overall, based on what you're saying, your other best outside of the whole Marty situation was just the NXT episode this week. Yeah, I mean, they. Overall.
1: Yeah, overall, they put on a really solid show this week. A lot of good
0: things. I agree. Yeah, I agree. And and the ratings have just come out a couple hours ago and it looks like uh, NXT won uh, this last week. I think I don't remember exactly what they were. It was like seven ninety three to six forty nine. Or maybe I have those those uh, secondary numbers flopped. But I mean, I felt like NXT was the better show. And Mm -hmm. admittedly, I am a little bit biased towards AEW um, just because I'm so in favor of competition, changing the landscape of, of pro wrestling mm-hmm. and because of that I, I will root for you know the up-and-comer, the, the newness first, it, with hopes that the mainstay in WWE catches up and changes, so I'm a little bit biased in that regard but I'm also not blind I think that AEW Dynamite this week was it felt like a throwaway show, it felt like almost like a farewell show.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I mean, I it just, I, I don't know, maybe I'm being too harsh, but it just seemed like, you know, the, the main event, the tag match, that felt like a real match. That felt like there was something, the belts were actually on the line, they were actually wrestling for something, and it meant something. Mm-hmm. Everything else that night, I felt like didn't feel that way. Even Chris Statlander uh, versus uh, Britt Baker. I mean, don't get me wrong, I think that, once that match started to pick up, it, it, it flowed together fairly well. I think there was still some choppiness to it, to where it was like uh, like they were working out some kinks. Um, I think that the two ultimately will have good chemistry the more they work together well. Uh, the more they work well together. But all, all overall, I agree with you. I think NXT was, was the better show.
1: Oh, yeah. By far, just solid Solid wrestling, solid sto- storytelling from top to bottom. I mean, yeah, they got it. They definitely got it this week.
0: They got it. Well, going to my best. <laughs> yes, um, your
1: bestie. What's your my... bestie? <laughs> I,
0: you know, I had um, Marty Squirrel on there also because I think just to expand a little bit more off of what you said, I think that it's so good for wrestling, especially as a wrestling fan when you have that kind of buzz going on in free agency. It's so good for every promotion. Because, I mean, think about when WWE is able to uh, uh, surprise people at the Royal Rumble. And that rarely happens anymore because of the age of social media. But when they do surprise someone, I mean, what could be a pop at a level 8 becomes a pop at a level 10 just because of the element of surprise. And that carries over to everywhere else when there is this kind of buzz of, okay, as of Friday, Marty's a free agent. So we all expect him to show up on AEW on Dynamite or on, you know, being the elite or who knows. And I think that that was the best part about it because on one hand, everyone expects him to show up on Dynamite and he shows up at Into the Fire, which was kind of... I mean, I think that NWA is generating buzz on its own, but just that is something that I think everyone overlooked, and I, and I love that aspect of quote-unquote free agency of pro wrestling.
1: And I honestly think that he's probably... In my opinion, he's a better fit in NWA than he would be in AEW. You think so? I think so, yeah. I think that NWA gives him a lot more room... Uh, to grow. No, I definitely feel like he is a better fit in NWA. I think that he, it's gonna, NWA is gonna give him the time to show what kind of character he is and what he can do in the ring. Yeah. That's just my opinion. though.
0: Yeah. I don't necessarily disagree with that. I think um, there are elements of AEW that I, I, um, I think hurt them more than help them. You know, I think it was reported that Jericho even said that he was getting irritated by the lack of rules that are followed in tag team matches.
1: Oh yeah. That was, yeah.
0: And definitely. I totally see that. I mean, it, it's, it really makes the referees look like, why are you even there?
1: Mm-hmm. And then, um, and then with AEW, claiming that their product is gonna be more sports based. Right. Having that happen just totally um basically makes AEW kinda of look like a bunch of fools. Honestly, in my opinion, to a certain extent. If you're supposed yeah. to be sport based, then why are you letting all this stuff happen?
0: Right. Yep, I agree. And you know, and I think the the people that are on the other side of that coin that are saying, well it's it's more lucha libre rules, it's more triple a rules yeah but you're
1: not wrestling in triple a you're not wrestling in mexico you are wrestling in america
0: but i guess my my counter argument to that is let's say that that is the rule let's say that those are the rules that they're following is lucha libre or triple a why hasn't that been explained if i'm just the layman fan and i've never watched aew i've only watched wwe my whole life and i've never or not even my whole life just that's the only wrestling i've ever watched Mm -hmm. and I'm like, you know what, I will check out this AEW, and I see that going on, and there's no follow-up by anyone, whether it's a a tail of the tape ahead of time and saying, now remember, tag team rules indicate this, or it's Excalibur saying as it happens, now remember, it's referee's discretion, so blah, 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 blah. None of that is ever reinforced. Mm -hmm. So if that's your rule, that's fine, but at least let the fan in on uh, in on it so they know what to expect and they know what's going on otherwise it just looks like what's the point
1: yeah what's the point of even having the ref in the ring if all they're gonna do is basically whatever they want as far as like swapping in and out and of partners and you know just yep. totally ignoring the rules I mean I think I think that's also m- might be a lack of uh, Veteran talent too in some in some areas of aew
0: yeah lack of veteran talent meaning you know guys that maybe haven't been
1: that haven't been exposed onto like a national yep level and haven't been on been a part of like a big wrestling corporation
0: right yeah you see guys like mox or Cody I mean I guess you have really haven't seen them in tag matches too often I mean Cody this week and last week against the Butcher and the Blade. but mm-hmm. and, and I guess you did see a little bit of that in his match, now that I say that. So, you know, remove my foot from my mouth. You did have the Butcher <laughs> and Blade kind of swap in and out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, and then, something, it's something they need to address quickly, I believe. I agree. In I order agree. to add a little bit more legitimacy to their sports-based wrestling promotion.
0: And But I, I guess the point in bringing all of that up is to, you know, back up your point about Marty. I think when he has that kind of structure where you can – he has that kind of character that fits a structure. You know, if you have real rules and – like, for example, you know, another thing coming out of the Into the Fire pay-per-view is they uh, are um, relaunching the the TV title.
1: Yes, they are – Going to have a tournament for the television title. Right. Yes.
0: And what's cool about it, you know, everyone was kind of shitting on it and saying, oh, well, they're not even on television, you know, and it's like, okay, well, they they are, right? I mean, I, I get what people are saying. It's not technically TV because it's YouTube and blah, whatever. It doesn't matter. The mm-hmm. point is, is that what I love about it is that it's following TV rules, you know, you have, to, you have to beat the opponent in under six minutes and five seconds. TV time, you know. Yes. That's, that makes perfect sense. But again, it's something that is sensical. It is structured, just as we were saying, and a, a character like Marty can thrive in an environment like that.
1: Yes, and I think anybody with proper training can thrive in an environment like that. Yeah. And yeah, with the proper experience, yeah, yeah, who knows what they're doing can thrive in an environment like that and like you said Mar- Marty's perfect example of that.
0: But the other thing though is and, and I, I agree with you. I think that he that I, don't, I definitely don't think that he has signed a contract. He's still a free agent. But if there is a promotion out there that is going to have a working relationship with AEW other than AAA, it's NWA. I mean, we talked about it already where we said Cody and Nick Aldis already had a match for the World's Heavyweight Championship at All In. You know, that was technically an AEW event. Now, granted, it was before AEW was a thing. It's technically So it's right. not an AEW event. It? <laughs> no, it's not. The word all is in it. It that has means it's there.
1: All means AEW. <laughs> That's right. No, it has the main players of AEW in there. AEW in that event. But it was.
0: Before it happened, I get that. But here's my here's my my backup. Okay. Rock and Roll Express. They were just uh, at an AEW event. And they're your NWA World Tag Team Champions.
1: (laughs) Just not mine. Everybody's. No, yours. Everybody's
0: NWA
1: World Tag Team Champions. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't uh, didn't win those for me. Yes, they did. (laughs) Maybe they did.
0: (laughs) Uh, But Billy Corgan is... A very smart man, and he has done w- well with this promotion so far. And I think that he can he can see the opportunity there of bringing more eyes to his product by working with them. If that is the case, I can see that working out mutually.
1: Oh, uh, I don't know about that. I, I and like it, I can't see that happening in like the next couple months. Maybe if. AEW is still around, or NWA is still around, maybe a year or two down the line. But within the next like six months or so, I don't, I don't think I see that happening right away.
0: It may be too soon for that, yeah. but I think um, NWA is definitely more likely to work in tandem than, say, New Japan or Ring of Honor.
1: Mhm.
0: And then obviously WWE, there's no chance in hell that's happening.
1: Oh yeah, right.
0: <laughs>
1: Vince is like NW. What?
0: <laughs> they just they, I put them in the Hall of Fame. What more do they want? <laughs> Didn't we do that
1: angle like twenty years ago?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh, your so your best that's... of the week was
0: Marty. Well. That was that. That was one of them, but my oh, all time best okay. was not that. Okay. Um, my all time best, believe it or not, begins with uh, TLC, and it is the angle that they have resurrected with both Oscar and Becky Lynch. Okay. I love Becky's promo on Raw. And I think that that's really what solidified it for me. Becky, you know, Becky tapped out to Oscar last year. Yeah, I know Becky Lynch. (laughs) (laughs) Stay with me now. (laughs) Okay. Um, So Becky, (laughs) Becky tapped out to Oscar last year at, what was that? Royal Rumble? No. (gasps) Who won the Rumble.
1: There's a rumble. Becky.
0: Yeah, so Becky. Becky TLC, won the rumble. My bad. Yeah, my bad. Last year at TLC, um, and it's pretty much just been forgotten about ever since. I mean, obviously, I think people generally understand it, but with Becky's rise to superstar, I'm like, it's been, it's just not really talked about. And then her promo just really sealed the deal, where she says,
1: "Not really talked about." Yeah, Like, for the past year, that's all, like, that's Who's pretty talked much... talked about it? What, Becky Lynch?
0: She's talked about losing to Oscar the last year?
1: Oh, never mind. I totally misunderstood mm. what you mm. said.
0: No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You're trying to
1: catch me. <laughs> I almost caught you.
0: No, you didn't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> almost. No, continue what, what, what you're saying, though.
0: Yeah, so no one, no one talked about it, other than... Folks on Twitter, you know, people that were still upset. but um, she brings it back up in her promo and says i'm I'm yeah, i'm the, I'm the raw women's champ, but I'm pretty much taken out of singles action, and now they're putting me into tag team action. and I thought I was getting buried. And it's such a great line because it's kind of poking fun at the people that that say that kind of stuff on Twitter. like you see someone, lose so you see you know one of your guys lose you like, know, oh great they're getting buried or you here comes the come shuffle up... <laughs> <laughs> they come up from nxt and they lose to some established star and it's like oh great they're burying them already should have stayed in it whatever mm-hmm. so that kind of terminology i love that they use that almost against the fans because it's um it's roping them in so she's saying i thought i was being buried but it turns out they were protecting me. But what she also says is the powers that be. I mean, for the last 20 years, there's always been some figurehead on TV in WWE. And it's been... Nauseating. Down- <laughs> yes, their biggest downfall. Where, oh, here's our general manager who really doesn't have any power. Here's... Here's Vince, who's going to override them. Here's Triple H, and they're they're always the figureheads. They're the, the the television, you know, counterpoint to all of the talent. And the only real, uh, I don't know, promotion or platform that they actually do it right on is NXT with William Regal. Mm-hmm. So if they're ever to do that again, I would recommend they do it that way because it works. But that's besides the point. The fact that she's referring to. Uh, I mean, for lack of a better term, the man behind the curtain, it, it just makes it look like the actual machine that it is rather than, oh, it's just uh, it's just this the one person
1: manager. that's dictating right. all this stuff, which is right. Yeah,
0: right. It's a team of people that are like, hey, let's protect Becky because she's our golden goose. And so when she put it that way, I realize I'm not being buried. I'm being protected because they don't want me to lose to Oscar again. And then, so it totally puts over Asuka for being what she should have always been presented as. And also puts over that angle. And then right after that, or maybe it was right before that, either way, we'll say it was right after that. It makes my, my point sound even stronger. Right after that, Asuka has a singles match with Diana Perrazzo. And I hope I said her last name right. Perrazzo? Perrazzo? We'll yeah, let's Perazzo. go with that. Pizza. Yeah. I don't know, did you watch that match? I did not watch that match. What the hell's the matter with you? Yeah. Great match. I mean, it was exactly what it needed to be. Here comes a talent from NXT. The crowd uh, from of Des Moines, Iowa, which we'll talk more about later, uh, doesn't react at all. Mm-hmm. Then again, um, they could have brought back Bruno San Martino and they wouldn't have reacted. But... Um, <laughs> She comes out, no one knows who she is, no one says anything, whatever. They think, okay, Asuka's going to come in and just squash this chick. Not the case. Sure, Asuka, you know, controlled the match, and it was her offense and everything else, but Deanna Prazo got, got her shit in, and it looked really good. It looked really crisp. I mean, everything landed when they uh, exchanged, and it was just a solid, solid match. So good for Diana Prazo number one, but number two... Talk about putting over that angle of Asuka is a bad mofo. Mm -hmm. And so that is absolutely my best of the week is that the strongest storyline, at least the most believable and and best Hollywood type storyline they have going right now is a a women's storyline with Asuka and Becky Lynch. I think that's awesome. Cool. You have no rebuttal. You, You want to you want to try and catch me in something else now
1: <laughs> oh you're too quick for me
0: <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah,
1: and painless and yeah no I'm okay. painless so. oh right <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're quick
0: <laughs> um, yeah so
1: we got got our our besties out of the way.
0: Yeah, those are our bests of the week. Now we move on to sometimes my favorite segment, our he's going to puke worst of the week. Oh, my God. He's going to, he's going to, he's going to, he's going to puke. He's going to puke. He's going to puke. He's going to. Dylan. Carter. Lay it on me. uh, How thick do you
1: want me to lay it on you? Uh... <laughs> as far as the best segment goes. Oh no, worst. Or worst segment. Yes, I'm sorry. That yeah,
0: was the last segment. We're starting over.
1: Party Okay, so for my worst segment of the week, I had a couple of a couple of different options. Yep. Uh, so, um. The finish for the gauntlet match on Monday Night Raw to determine a number one contender for the United States title.
0: You mean the non-finish.
1: Exactly. The non-finish <laughs> that went an hour. Yeah. People sat there for an hour and got
0: a non-finish. And got nothing. No and playoff.
1: I can't even remember, did they, did they even announce... Anything else about that match? Like, oh, because yeah. Andrade did this, so-and-so is going to be the number one contender? Or did they just not mention it? Anything else about, well, who's coming out of this match as the number one contender?
0: Yeah, I think it was an hour later on Twitter they announced... Are you kidding me? One... No. <laughs> okay. <Now>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Now, just it would support my fact if I told you who was announced, but I don't, I don't recall who it was. It could have been Andrade. They could have said, "Oh well, because Humberto was stretched out, it's got to be Andrade." I don't, I don't remember who it is.
1: But because, well, if that's the case, that makes no sense. That makes no sense at all. So you're going to get be rewarded for this dastardly thing that you did to somebody else. Right. Like, yeah, that makes no sense. I mean, I could no. see, like, you know, Andrade trying to get his heat back on him, but that's not the way to do it.
0: No, and I I could be wrong. I could be wrong, and they didn't announce it. Yeah, we're it. just talking it's about if case that case. is the case. If that is the case, right. Yeah. But keep in mind that Seth Rollins challenged Ray to United States title.
1: Oh yeah, that's right.
0: And that—that's the main event of this upcoming RAW, which was pre-taped this past Monday. So you already know what happens. I have not read any of the spoilers for that yet. Well,
1: spoiler alert! <laughs> ding
0: ding ding! It—it <laughs> it ends in a disqualification.
1: No way! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Get right out of town! Oh, I'm so glad I—I
1: I didn't read that and I let you tell—tell tell me.
0: Yeah, I deliver it much better, I think. Oh, yeah. Much happier <laughs> tone. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, my God. Okay. The good news is is uh, the way that they, it ends in a disqualification brings Samoa Joe back into uh, active wrestling. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah, because he's been announcing for a while. Yep. Yeah.
0: But AOP, I guess, come in and start beating down Ray and then they're going to put him through the announce table and Samoa Joe refuses to move for them.
1: Uh, Now you see that kind of conflicts a little bit with how Joe was portrayed earlier when, um, when he was wrestling. Um, How
0: so? Oh, because he was a heel. He
1: was a heel and they portrayed him as like such a cold, a cold killer type of persona.
0: Well, but at no point has he deviated away from that, even as a commentator. I mean, when he was describing AOP, he was saying they're violent guys, but they're violent just for the sake of being violent. And then he's put himself over and He says, I'm a violent guy, and I'll always be a violent guy, but it's for a purpose. So he never went away from the, the persona that they've created for him. The okay. reason that they're making him turn face is because i think because he's gotten so much support through social media like wow joe is awesome on commentary and i hope he never leaves. he is pretty good on commentary oh yeah well the dude can talk yeah about anything (laughs) and make it sound amazing Mm -hmm. so yeah it's gonna be a shame to see him go from commentary but he doesn't belong there yeah you know Uh, so anyway, that's I guess the fallout of the U.S. title there. But what else did you want to say about it as far as worst?
1: Um, as far as whatever, what anything else I had for?
0: Well, if you wanted to talk more about the U.S. title. No, I don't. I don't want to talk anymore about it. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, I'll puke.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Let's see. Um, that wasn't my worst of the week, though. Okay. Um. Oh my God! Uh oh, we're gonna have to go three oh, no. weeks in a row. No way! <laughs> yeah, three <laughs> triple header. Wow! Um, before before I get to this, the Brandy Roads, yeah, the Brandy Rhodes video segment during Awesome Kong's match was uh, that was a that was a close first.
0: The honorable mention.
1: Yeah, it was. A, yeah, it was an honorable mention or. Just don't mention it, whichever one you prefer.
0: <laughs> I would prefer you not mention it.
1: Okay, so then we'll get to the thing that is the worst then. Okay. Bobby Lashley.
0: Yo. And Lana. Triple Crown. Uh, triple Bowl. You know. Down, down the drain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I when I, I actually watched it because I remember last week. I dubbed it the worst thing and I didn't even watch it. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that was unfair. And so I gave it a chance this time. I watched it. Yeah.
1: Yep. It, it's
0: bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I knew it was coming. Yeah. Um, and so I, I went, went through it anyway and I didn't really, it didn't bother me because I knew, because I, I knew it was coming, I guess. Mm-hmm. It also didn't bother me because it didn't kick off the show. I usually, I, I can, I don't know, maybe this is a superpower or um, or a curse, probably a curse. I can usually tell how a, a Raw episode is going to go based on the opening segment.
1: It sounds like more of a curse. It's a curse. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so if it didn't open the show, then I wasn't too upset about it. Because, mm-hmm. it, you know, it wasn't even that long of a segment. But my point is is that I heard... When I heard how she was talking, I understood where you were coming from last week when you said, I just don't want to see her anymore. She uh, just...
1: <sighs> you're right. I just don't want to see her. Like, I don't... <laughs> she just plays it so over the top that it's, it's over, over the top to the point where it's fake. It's like right. just obviously fake, stage phony like nobody believes us and then like then again they're at a pro wrestling show and you know they expect a certain thing from a pro wrestling show but stuff like this I don't want to see stuff like this on a a wrestling show I don't want to see anybody proposing or anybody getting married they just need to do away with all these stupid stupid BS entertainment segments that they're stupid. It's stupid. Right. It's so stupid. I don't want to see anybody it's get married. So stupid. I don't want to see anybody get engaged or propose or two people fighting over a dog in a divorce. <laughs> I don't want to see it. Yep. Because anytime anybody does something like that, It just comes off so bad. Yep. So bad. Just don't do it. It sucks. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it anymore, please. That's just not for WWE. That is for any other wrestling promotion who's thinking about or writing out a marriage angle right now. I'm going to give you some free advice. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't even write my name on that check that you want to send me. Don't do it. Right. Yeah. Don't
0: do the segment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What was she constantly saying? My gorgeous boyfriend. Was that what my she was hot, saying? My hot, hot boyfriend. Hot, hot, hot boyfriend, yeah. right? Like she said it several, but she said, referred to him that way, I think, five times. And the segment was only three minutes long.
1: Yeah, what does that say? <laughs> Hot, hot boyfriend,
0: multiple times.
1: Just like we, just like we practiced, or just like you rehearsed it,
0: Bobby. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, and it's you know I don't. <laughs> well, was who? I think it was Vince Russo. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's how unintelligible this is. I... Vince Russo said, "He, he
1: You shall not be named." <laughs>
0: Yeah, you already got the marks. You, you know, you already have the wrestling fans tuning in. They're tuning in regardless. Mm-hmm. Now go out and get new eyes. And so you do these crazy, outlandish, <laughs> outlandish uh, storylines in order to attract new eyes. But, I mean, my wife is not a fan of wrestling, as you already know. <laughs> This is not going to get her interested yeah. in it. She's <laughs> <laughs> not, not going to be like, oh, great. this Now, wait a second. <laughs> What's I, this about? Are they getting engaged? <laughs> you have move over my interest. <laughs> <me some> <laughs> what are we, I what, said move why over. Why are we watching it? Oh, move over. Yeah. I said pull over. Yeah, pull over. <laughs> you're, you're under arrest <laughs> for watching this. <laughs> it's a cardigan Thanks for sir. noticing Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh there Yeah you know. no It's not gonna I, I don't know who that attracts <laughs> Not me Not us No Not I Well, yeah here we are watching it <laughs> No here we are discussing it Like a bunch of Goofs <laughs> We had to watch it to discuss it Oh, yeah. Damn it, Vince, you genius. <laughs> um, so that's those are your worsties? Those
1: are my worsties.
0: So I'll give it to you that 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 can be our three time champ, our, our, our triple crown. It's it's I mean it's coming for Ric Flair's record. Um, I hate to see but- who's going to knock this. Knock not and Lashley off their pedestal to
1: take the uh, take their place.
0: I think maybe maybe I just wanted to find something new to talk about. I wanted maybe to I... also.
1: I really did. <laughs> I wanted to find something else that like, I was like that I wanted to talk about.
0: You wanted it's to like, let them off the hook. I I really I wanted to
1: let them off the hook. I was like I can't. Right. It's not going to happen. Not this week. Nope. Isn't their wedding next week? I don't, I really don't know. It's coming up fast. They're going to have, they're going to have it soon.
0: Yeah. It's either next week or the first.
1: Who the hell can plan a wedding that fast? I'll tell you who. (laughs) Vince McMahon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's been planning this all year. Yeah. Um, so no, that's not my worst, and okay. I think it's because it didn't. Like I said, I was expecting it. It didn't kick off the show. It wasn't a long segment. It was what it was, and I'm. I am did not didn't know show placement it. was
1: such a big deal to you.
0: It's not segment placement in the show. For this segment,
1: it is. So it's segment placement and entrance music. That you're
0: really <laughs> concerned about. You got me. about. Uh, yeah. Those are those are those are my. <laughs> Uh, things. Okay. Um. Your worst thing. My, my bugaboos. Um. <laughs> so I got a couple worsts. I think, and I, I don't want to spend too much time on, on a few of these because I, I have so much to say about the my main worst.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Britt Baker versus Machiko mm-hmm. on AEW Dark might have been the worst match I've seen. You were telling me about this. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. I've been to indie shows where they've pulled people out of the crowd. Okay, I haven't. I'm exaggerating. But <laughs> I've been to backyard shows that, are, that that looked more well put together. It was a, a, a train wreck. And I don't... And I want to cut them some slack, because I don't know who Machiko is, mm-hmm. and she could have been nervous, and it, it just the bright lights got to her, and I totally understand and I respect that. I mean, I've blown spots, you've blown spots, and I'm not saying that's all it was, she just blew spots, I mean, she could have just freaked out, and I, I get that. So, I, like I said, that's why it's not the worst of week, mm-hmm. <laughs> but man... If that was the product, and, and maybe it's more on AEW than anything, if that was the match, you, you recorded it and then edited it and then looked at it and said, yep, let's put that on the final product. I, I mean, that's got to say something about someone. If the match doesn't come off great, then don't air it. Anyway. Yeah, it's not a live
1: show. You can edit it out. (laughs) That's my
0: point. (laughs) You don't have to show that. No. But like I said, I don't want to... Whatever. Uh, Props to both of them for doing it all the same. (laughs) For getting
1: into wrestling and trying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My worst of the week is the crowd in Des Moines, Iowa Mm -hmm. for Monday Night Raw. Mm Mm-hmm. What a horrible, horrible, disrespectful, horrible. To quote you, stupid crowd. I mean, They really seem like
1: they're—they really seem like they're into the Lana and Lashley segment. <laughs>
0: <laughs> True. <laughs> I, I mean, did they did they have to pay for tickets? I mean, was it a, a silent protest? We're just going to sit on our hands all night. I will never understand why people go to a wrestling show if you're not going to enjoy yourself. Like, what were you expecting?
1: Does it have something to do with the content that was presented in front of them?
0: I mean, I realize that you are not a big fan of the gauntlet match, at least as far as the outcome. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, Tazawa and Ricochet—if I were to swear right now, if I were—if I were to—if I knew how to use the sensor button. I would swear, right now. Mm-hmm. But they brought it. For a Monday Night Raw match, that was it was a great match. In and they Iowa, got nothing.
1: And Iowa just gave them no love.
0: Nothing. Mm-hmm. And that's just one example. I mean, there were examples all throughout the night. It, it, it just... I hate, absolutely hate, how critical wrestling fans are. And then... Especially as yes, we're sitting there.
1: here doing a wrestling. Oh, podcast, I get, it. I get know? it.
0: Hey, listen, and I guess that's why I said what I said when I said Britt Baker versus Machiko is not the worst of the week because they're performers busting their asses for people like me who don't appreciate it. So, but, but you know, we're so critical of wrestlers all the time, or the product itself. When in reality, we in some cases, it's the fans' fault. Fans are so overly critical. You and me included. Mm -hmm. that sometimes the product suffers as a result. And the Des Moines, Iowa crowd was a perfect example of that. Mm -hmm. The only pop of the night, the only one, was when Matt Hardy came out.
1: Yeah, he did get a pretty good pop.
0: And you know what? And I love Matt Hardy, and he does deserve better, and I agree with that. But when everyone says, oh, my gosh, listen to the pop that Matt Hardy got, and why isn't he getting pushed? I agree and disagree with that at the same time. I agree because Matt Hardy is a, is great and he should be getting more than he's getting. I get why he's not because his contract is up at the end of January and he hasn't signed a new one. So why would they push him? It's bad business.
1: Mm-hmm. But, but what could work in one town isn't necessarily going to get the same reaction in another town.
0: Well, the other thing is, these same wrestling fans sit there and cry all the time. Okay, okay. They sit there and they get so upset about, oh, WWE doesn't make new, new superstars. They don't know how to make new wrestlers or new superstars. They're just always bringing back these nostalgia acts. Well, that's because of you. You're the ones popping out of your freaking seats. When Matt Hardy shows up, or Undertaker, or, you know, uh, I mean, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, anyone from, you know, late 90s, early 1000s, anyone like that shows up and you lose your freaking minds. And then you want to get on Twitter and say, you're not making new superstars. But yet when they try, you don't even react. Mm -hmm. I mean, I also got a bone to pick with the guys that are always buying the, the front row seats for WWE events. You know who I'm talking about? Like, the guys that are just always... Every se- every show, it's the same guy on the hard cam. I want to know
1: what he does for a
0: living to afford, like, all these front row seats to go to every show. He's got to be someone's <laughs> friend or something. But either way, if that's me, and at this point, I know... Because he wears the same shirt every time, too. hmm But at this point, if I know, hey, everyone recognizes me or whatever, like... Some people, you probably have fans. Like, there's probably people that are fans of you. So why not put the product over that you're there to support? Boo the heels, cheer the faces. Like, do something. You sitting there looking like a jackass isn't doing anybody any favors. So that's what I'm, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's my what rant. I'm <laughs> 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 that's i uh, I'm sorry, but that oh, I don't be sorry. It, that is always, and like I said, I do lump myself in with that crowd because I'm not a wrestler anymore. I am a fan, and I am guilty of the same things. Just as you said, that's why we have a podcast. <laughs> but at least appreciate the goodness of wrestling and don't just sit there like, you know, a, a spoiled brat. That's all.
1: Well, could possibly also be that there aren't enough compelling characters for the fans to get into? Or is it also possible that everything has become so, uh, oh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, Micromanaged? That everything they do comes off as being fake or phony as far as, you know, cutting promos, you know, just yes. comes off so stagey. Yes. And that's, also, and as a fan, I can imagine like that would be really hard to get into sitting here, watching this person spew out these lines that were written for them by some writer true. and just coming off sounding not real. I think people want, like, real characters. They want to feel like these people um, pour out these, you know, real emotions. Not some script that they were handed to early in, earlier in the day that they memorize. They want to see real emotion coming out of these people. And that's, that's not happening with, like, these people, mostly in the WWE.
0: I don't disagree with that, but I, I think that's a part of it. That is a part of it. I yes. think the other thing is in fans have forced WWE's hand hand in the past. I mean, look at Daniel Bryan. Do you think fans should have that much control? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Yes and no. Yes, because at the end of the day, that's who's buying the tickets.
1: Mm-hmm. If
0: I see and that's who's buying the tickets, that's who's buying the pay-per-views, that's who's subscribing to the network, that's who's buying your shirts, your cups, everything. Mm-hmm. If, I'm, if I'm getting behind, it's funny, actually, um, it's a, the Memphis Grizzlies, their rookie, just switching to basketball real quick, their <laughs> rookie point guard, number two overall pick in the draft last year, John ja Morant. He's mm-hmm. the leading candidate for Rookie of the Year this year. His jersey is not available to buy on NBAstore.com. Okay. And needless to say, Grizzlies fans are pissed about it. Like, he's our best player. He's going to be Rookie of the Year. He's the reason anyone watches our team at all. And we can't even buy his jersey. Mm-hmm. That, you, you could say the same thing about wrestling fans. If I'm rooting for, let's say, who's someone that doesn't have a shirt? Buddy Murphy. Let's say Buddy Murphy is like crazy over with everybody and he's getting to there, getting there now, Mm -hmm. but let's say he only continues to grow in popularity and everything else. And he doesn't have any merch to back that up. Um, I mean, imagine if he had merch, you know, think about the type of profitability you have just based on the fact that he has a fan base. Yeah. So, well, how big is this fan base? Is it just like a small section of the crowd? I think that you don't know until you have merch, right?
1: Well, if you have merch and it sells like shit, then then, then you'll know. (laughs) Right.
0: (laughs) This was a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, they should in that, hey, if I'm putting something out there and it's selling, I mean, you know, take just business 101. If I make a product and it sells like crazy, maybe I should get my product into more people's hands. Mm -hmm. Right? So, why isn't that sa- that same business practice should be applied to wrestlers?
1: Yeah, but technically, they don't really have anybody that's like setting the world on fire as far as like WWE goes.
0: You're not wrong with that. I mean, you're I not mean, they have it. they have the
1: stars, but they don't have like a Steve Austin or a Rock on there.
0: And I think and and I see where you're going with this. I do. I, I get it. Because if when they do have those people, they don't expose them yeah. they they and if they do expose them, they overexpose them, and everyone hates them because of it. Seth Rollins, perfect example
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, you're right
1: so it's kind of it's kind of a hard thing to i'm sure to decide on you know to a certain extent. Forgot where I forgot where we we're going with this conversation. Um, we're talking about the Des Moines, fans. Iowa. Sucks. Yes, Des Moines, Iowa. Fans having control over who should be pushed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you do need to listen to the fans to a certain extent, but I don't. You definitely do not need them to decide every move that you are going to be making with your employees.
0: Does that make sense? Yeah. And and you are right. Yeah. But WWE has a history, and now I'm putting it back on WWE. <laughs> they have a history of blatantly ignoring and almost to the point of insult the fans.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What do you want? I'm going to do the opposite. Mm, whose fault is that? Yeah. He who shall not be named. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, so. The crowd of Des Moines, Iowa. They they have successfully won my award of worst of the week. If they could win anything, it's that. They should be so privileged. Privileged. Yeah. So that completes our bests and worsts. What about closing thoughts? Do you have anything else you want to say for this week?
1: Closing thoughts. Well, I am really looking forward to see where they go or how this uh, television tournament, television championship tournament goes for the NWA. Um, yep. I know on Power this week, we had a qualifier, and the winner gets into the tournament. Um, it's like Zicky Dice.
0: Yeah. Outlandish.
1: Yeah, Sal Renaro so nice. and uh, C.W. Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool seeing C.W. Anderson.
0: Yeah. He yeah, slimmed down.
1: He slimmed down. He looks really good.
0: Yeah. Good for
1: him. Still nails that Spine Buster, too. Yeah. Yeah. looks <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> great. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just excited to see where that goes. Um, I'm kind of. Kind of digging the tension that they're building with Adam Page and uh, Kenny Omega. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. They need to let it burn slowly a little bit longer. Let it build up. Let it like muster oil to the top, and then three, just take that lid off and let it overflow.
0: You yeah. described so many things. I know. I don't think I was, any of them go together. A chef would understand what I was talking about. <laughs> In fact, I know
1: a chef that I can call right now, bet he'd know.
0: He'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah, I got through that.
1: Yeah. It's like, you're talking about wrestling, are you? I'm like, yeah.
0: <laughs> he saw NWA too, yeah. huh? That's
1: right. Bang. Me too. All right. Well, Mr. Gray, I think that is going to do it for us for this episode, but we do have something else coming up next week, sort of a little bit of a, a little uh, side road that we're going to take as far as, uh, as far as the show that we're going to do. Would you like to explain that?
0: Sure. So next week we're going to deviate from our normally formatted episodes of best of week and worst of week, where we, Break down all of the shows, and instead we're going to do something a little special, just in recognition of the holidays. So, well, this would be something we do maybe once a month or or so often, just to kind of break up the formats and really just kind of have more of a discussion rather than focus on positives and negatives. So, it could be something like, um, "What's the you know most prestigious title in?" pro wrestling in your opinion and why boom and there's our there's our open discussion and we'll call them you know just our spe- our specials outside of our our episodes so next week in recognition of the holidays we're gonna do uh letters to santa huh in our <laughs> yeah we <laughs> yeah. are <laughs> you thought you thought
1: i was coming with something I... hardcore no nope. i set the bar pretty high but we you lowered doing... it like all yep. the way down. Yeah,
0: I limboed yeah. right under that. I said, no, thank you, sir. <laughs> Santa. Here you are, Mr. Yep. Claus. Letters to Santa. And in that letter, you need to explain what it is that you are wishing for for wrestling in 2020. And hope
1: that Santa brings
0: it to us. And let's hope <clears throat> to Santa. Hope to Santa. He <laughs> brings it to us. <laughs> let's hope to him. Hope and pray and Can wish Santa. and Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Please.
1: Yeah. So next. Yeah. Next week our Christmas list for what we want to see in wrestling in twenty twenty.
0: Yes. Please tune in uh, and check that out. But in the meantime, and in between time, follow us on uh, all platforms of social media at Quick Pain Pod. Q U uh, I C K P A I N P O D. Also, if you haven't already, like or subscribe to this on Anchor, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcast leave us a re- uh, review or a rating send us a voice message send us a dm send us a certified uh, letter in the mail whatever contact us let us know what you like what you don't like or who you like and who you don't like i couldn't agree with you more about the des moines iowa crowd <laughs> yes that i knew it <laughs> it's still on my mind uh, I, I can't get it out oh uh, let well, me in
1: we're gonna have to get it out because this episode is over this episode is over yes so. All right. Thank you guys. that's <laughs> a bit. I'm keeping that. Okay. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you later. Thanks guys.